0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now.
1: Welcome back to the 3-0 Take presented by Big League Chew. This is episode 315. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin. I'm here with my co-hosts, Nate Reyes and Ryan Ripken. Gentlemen, the
2: postseason is upon us. Good morrow, gentlemen. How are we doing? Doing great. It's finally October. This is honestly like this is what we've been waiting for. We're like I've been waiting for for months.
1: Let it's me ask here. you this. Did did the season on a scale of one to ten? How quickly did this season move for you guys or did it? What's few? one? What's ten? Yeah, it's good. Ten is incredibly fast. One is incredibly slow.
0: For me, ah, give me like a
2: 6.2. Yeah, I was going to be in the 7s. I was, was going to say 7.5. It's weird, though, because I'm at a different angle. I've been used to being in season. So everything feels weird, because everything just used to feel like Groundhog Day. And yeah. now... But it feels
0: way faster now. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. So definitely a little bit faster, but not, not, not too fast.
1: Because, like, usually... I try to gauge it at the end of each season. I'll, I'll usually try to pick like a, a significant event that happened earlier in the season. And so the one that keeps popping up with Pujols and Judge and all that stuff—they keep lumping in uh, Cabrera's three thousandth hit, which happened in yeah. April. and that's that kind of like way long ago. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying. That's kind of what I'm using as my my frame of reference right now. And yeah. it just seems like ages ago. Yeah. So I, I don't even know if I can really say. I would probably say. You guys are both above above five, the midway point. Yep.
0: Yeah, we're older than you, so I think that's just what happens with with age.
1: Am I the youngest on
2: this show? Surely, I, I can. think so. Yes. Ryan?
0: When's your
1: birthday, Ryan?
2: Uh, July twenty sixth.
1: Oh, so he's got me by by three months. Yeah, less than three months, I think. I've
2: got him by two, two and a half. So if we add up the math there, it's a we're factor. wiser.
0: I'm the wisest, obviously.
2: Co- <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, guy. Uh I'll probably go yeah, ahead just- and just
1: say like a I'll say like a f- five one.
0: Middle of the road. Sounds <laughs> about right. <laughs> that's 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 about like as-
1: Sounds a wonder like a, bread of an answer you're gonna get, from yeah. The pretty, five home. pretty. Well, I mean, I sprinkled in that point one for a little bit of pizzazz, yeah.
2: But, well, because yeah. it feels like when you bring up Cabrera, like that, yeah, that was a while ago, and even if you're going back to the all star game, feels like a while ago as well, at the same point, but it really True. was only two and a half, two, two and a half months, and I think because of how much attention you know, came around with the storylines down the stretch and the Yankees struggling in the second half and, like, all those second-half storylines. The second
0: half has been a lot, yeah. Yeah, I think the second-half storylines,
2: the trade deadline, like, all these things was so condensed that it came and went. But it's like, oh, oh, yeah, like, well, Cabrera did hit uh, his 3,000th hit early in the season. Albert wasn't playing much back then. And Adley Rutschman debuted, and the Orioles were still under five hundred. You know, it's it, it. feels like that was closer than it was, but I guess that's good. We it, right. it's been busy. I, I I will say I've enjoyed the second half. I think there's been a lot of exciting parts uh, to this to this season. One of which, Aaron Judge, minus yesterday. Yeah, minus like, yesterday. Yeah, that was, was the worst day of the second. That half.
1: had to be the most pointless one sixty two we've seen in a while minus like yeah. a couple cool farewells and and things of that nature but in terms of implications for this month completely pointless yeah one yeah. of the more exciting things we've seen of recent notes Aaron Judge finally reaching his 62nd home run took took him a while i know Nate was Nate had it for, for his locked. standards he he yeah you had it locked, Nate, but there were some people in our camp that were throwing out the idea or the possibility, rather, that maybe, just maybe, he'd get stuck.
0: Now, I mean, I think I felt... I was getting nervous. Oh, I'll definitely admit that. I was definitely getting nervous. Um, but once once the Rangers GM came out and said, they were like, we're, we're pitching to him. And when you saw, like... The support, I, I just, like, it, it made me happy, the amount of baseball fans I saw in, in Texas. You know what I mean? Like, those were just baseball fans. Like, they were there to see something amazing. And it just didn't feel that way in Toronto. Like, it just, it felt odd, and there wasn't enough of a, probably because it's an division thing, but, like, there wasn't enough, like, celebrating to be had. You know what I mean? and then when it happened in Texas I felt good but once the GM was like we're we're coming after him yeah and then the first game of the series um I think it was John Gray starting and he was just pumping fastballs and I was like cool set the precedent cuz if you're going to fill a zone eventually he's going to get one
2: well so are you are you implying that teams weren't pitching to him before
0: yes for sure
2: and it's and I'm not like a, I'm not a
0: accusing that like I don't think I would throw to him personally yeah,
2: from a winning standpoint like, if you want to win yeah. the games more pitch around Aaron yeah it's usually yeah, what, exactly where it like
0: that's that's what I'm saying I'm not like yeah. I'm not criticizing teams that avoided him because that's what you do when somebody's hitting that many home runs in a year and having that kind of season so it's like I I supported that it made sense to me and something to Yankees take into fan, account I was like I want to see something but
1: something to take into account it was like Toronto they were they're trying to fend off yeah. the the teams behind them in the wild card race because yep. you want to you want to have that top spot which yeah they ultimately did but right. you don't want to you don't want to sacrifice any potential movement there for the sake of being yeah. a part of history especially yeah. if you're on the like the That's why end like i it.
0: didn't i didn't really feel that upset about like teams i mean i think i was getting upset on like the the three one counts two outs nobody on like change-ups down kind of thing and I was just like all right well like it you can still be like hey you know what I'm a grown man and I can throw 90 something I'm gonna try to go after it if it's close game if it's early in the game if it's you know if if it's things like that I get it you're not trying to give in and I get the the Orioles just being like, you know what, we're tired of being little brothers, so like we're not gonna do this either, you know. But the Rangers are just whatever, like it, they didn't they didn't have anything going for them. The, you don't have to you don't have to worry <laughs> about that video being played over and over again inside your same division. You know what I mean? So it's just like the Rangers are like,
1: we're just here to have a good time. Like we just yeah, hope everybody has fun. Which is
0: cool. We'll be a which part is of like, history. That's, <laughs> yeah, which is totally fine. Let it and it's here. like Yeah. And you could tell the crowd was into it. And I think that's cool. And like I bet the Rangers are like, Yes. Like this stadium is finally full. We're finally getting the the coverage that we need to show off that like this stadium is sweet and you know, good for them. Not to mention Stanton hitting one like oh my God. I don't know if you saw that one. Yeah, he only
2: hit he he turned around a ninety nine mile an hour heater and hit it two miles to left center.
0: put a hole in somebody's chest in like the second deck. Um but yeah, I was uh it was it was good, man. I was pumped. I was pumped.
2: Well so before just to, to finish off with that talking about the, the three one counts and uh news flashed a lot of things now. You know, guys aren't it's not like all right here a a ninety nine or you know, I'm I'm gonna be the big guy and blow it right by you. It's it's those days have kinda of gone sure. and and I remember it's just like from personal memory facing um, the Astros and, and the minors and being up 2-0, 3-0 counts, no one on base, did it matter? No. Were we getting an off-speed pitch? Yes. And yeah. they could land it. So it's like, you know, that that's where the games evolved too. I think the great part that you brought up of that fans wanted to see something special. I mean, yeah. that's what it's all about at the end of the day. These moments don't have the same meaning if people don't have that excitement if that makes it like it's a it's an accomplishment like it is awesome like as as fans are like wow Uh, for me like as all of us being former players like you can really admire what he did but to then see the whole place have that energy like that's when you look back at the videos and go like yeah man you remember when aaron judge hit 62 and you could turn off even the the if you could mute possibly the the commentators or anything that place was going nuts yeah and 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 that's what's so cool about it
0: and i i like that i i kind of reminded me of like when you see like a no hit or like a perfect game bid in an away ballpark Mm -hmm. and your your team is down by seven but you're like you know what i might as well see some history (laughs) so like yeah let's root for this perfect game that's what i got out of it and it was cool and like the only downside of this is the fact that you know the guy that caught it is already like a multi-millionaire. It's kind of lame. Yeah, heck, not heck
2: a, of a catch though.
0: You know he's he brought slang. the
2: glove. He was ready to go.
0: You you saw my boy jumping down though. You saw yes, that. Yes. Can we a few please talk over.
1: about that? The 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 <laughs> number so smart. of Such the a number smart of play. idiots on social media being like, this guy was not were close to the ball. What is he doing? I'm, Such a smart play. You just use your head and and yeah. and look at everything play out the way it did he's banking on a drop ball he's ba- he he doesn't Gotta get that ricochet yeah you can't tell that it's going straight into somebody's glove you you think oh this as as all of this is unfolding this is like a split second he has to react right. so he's going this could either bounce off somebody this could bounce off the wall that these guys are standing yep. above he made the right move. Uh, the number of people that did not I comprehend it. that it was it was baffling. It's well, well, exactly
2: what I said about the guy in Toronto. I was like, "What are you doing, well, dude? Uh- Just jump." <laughs> On live time though, if you look at it, it looks like he's a good thirty, forty feet away. But you know, so that's why you're going, Oh, you know, oh well, he's down there now. Hopefully hopefully he's okay. Nowhere near it. But you know, oh, hey, man. baseball's an analytics game now more, right? So they're probably playing the analytics. Maybe the guy has a fifteen percent fifteen percent chance to catch that in the air. Maybe it hits off someone. I'm thinking hits someone clank in the off face. The palm. Yeah bing bong maybe it's more wrestling you know multiple gloves not a great communication no one's calling out my i got it i got it and the ball just clamps it's chaos it's chaos it's so maybe so do we know if the guy was okay when he went down there that's not like a oh hey i just i fell off a little bit that is there's some depth (laughs) to that fall yeah somebody
0: somebody dm'd me and they were like they or they tagged me in the post they're like naira is this you I was like, dude, if that's me, I'm coming out with two broken ankles for sure.
2: Well, and also, what was the price uh, going on for the for the ball? So The auctioneer company was offering $2 million. Two mil. yeah. And I'm not saying anyone can do what you want with the ball. You want to give it back to Aaron Judge. Awesome. As a right, as a fan, you can keep the ball. But a lot of fans, if you say, hey, you catch the 60-second sec, home run ball, a lot of people are probably be like, yeah, $2 million might be nice. That guy's keeping it
0: hundred percent. There's I mean, not no to, way he's selling. He's already a multimillionaire. He's like the not vice to rehash president of a major company.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not to rehash this conversation, but v- revisiting the conversation of what you would do if you caught the ball. If I'm in that situation, I'm going to forego the two mil. I'm going to want to meet up with Judge. I want to get all the yeah. memorabilia. I want to get all of it signed. And then you get, you get Judge over in a corner and you say, hey, if I create a burner Venmo account for you. <laughs> You don't need to send me two mil, but like when you get this paycheck, just like whatever you think is fair. And yeah. that way you get the, you get the, you get a little bit of a, a payment. You get to meet him. You get the memorabilia. You get the whole yeah. experience. That's what you do. So you when just judge make is him a making a burner account,
2: when judge is making for, <laughs> 40 million a year next year, 30, whatever, whatever his pay increases for this unbelievable season, that he just says, like, oh, hey, yeah, I'll slide this under the table. Okay. I'm not going to fully jump on. I'm not I'm not jumping into uh, – I'm not Camp Hopper Kyle and jumping into the conspiracy. But that, you know, <laughs> hypoth- <laughs> hypothetically, yeah, that could happen, you know? But we're not, I I'm not like jumping it. into that conspiracy. Again,
1: but- I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I just explore all any and all avenues. That's what I do here. <laughs> and I'll let the people decide what they want to run with. Uh, uh. Speaking of – did you see Chaos. the guy real quick?
0: Did you see the guy, the, the, uh, you know, the Giants canoe guy that hangs out in the bay? Dave. And gets all the home run balls. Covey Cove Dave. Did you see that he went to Texas and he like tagged Judge in a tweet and he was like, I, if I catch this, I'll give it back to you. Contingent on that you sign you with gotta the Giants. You got to come to the, the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: incredible. I mean, that's I, smart right there. That see, McCovey smart. Cove like Dave is exploring any and all avenues. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. He's <laughs> trying to do his
2: part for his team.
1: That's a big fan right there. You want to talk about doing your part. Roger Maris Jr. has just been on a heater just taking full advantage of this this window, this opportunity, and he has been on one, on Twitter, coming to bat for his dad, proponents of fair, clean baseball. The Yankees, I'm sure. F- he made whatever. the mistake uh,
0: just joining Twitter. I think. I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, the he's mistake. been he's been catching the raw end of this this deal for yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, you, could argue it was, you, you could argue it was self-imposed, but um, right. just going back to his, looking at a, a few of his recent tweets, October, October 3rd here, he said, and he had had some tweets even before this, but going back to October 3rd, he said, Barry Bonds is the best baseball player ever. What Bonds did in 2001 was the most dominant hitting performance ever. I know Bonds is a single season home run champ with 73 based on the current record books. But home run records have been separated before I like Judge better. And like you were saying, Nate, before we hopped on, he he kind of backtracked a little bit. He went back and forth. He was camp hopper Kyle for for just a tad. Uh, October 4th, the next day, like he hasn't let a day go by, I think, for like the last week, week and a half, without just dropping a banger of a tweet, regardless whether or not oh, yeah. you agree with it like yeah. he's getting he's getting his numbers so props to him. October 4th comes out and says, "Congratulations congratulations to Judge and his family on this historic home run number 62. It has definitely been a baseball season to remember. You are all class and somehow are in someone who should be revered for the majority of fans, we can now celebrate a new in all caps clean home run king." Start and the then pop. follows it follows it up the next day. Says so Aaron Judge is the new, in all caps, clean home run king. All the young kids who watch Aaron Judge set the single season home run record, single season record for home runs. You finally have someone to revere. No more trying to explain to you how someone could possibly hit seventy three home runs.
0: I bangers. love it. I mean, we're we're camp clean here, so <laughs> bangers and think... tweets.
1: For me, look that and. This is something that's been brought up on the show before, but the, the, for me, the wildest aspect of all of this is that in the year 2022, we've seen the sport. I won't say collectively, but a significant amount of baseball fans are now discrediting Babe Ruth. They're now discrediting Roger Maris, which never thought I'd see that day come. It's like, what? Yeah. Why are we going after Roger Maris? Like, what did he do to deserve any of this hate? We're now saying that Judge's Ale home run record really means nothing. It, Hank Aaron's been looped into this conversation with the whole Greenies, amphetamines, all yeah. that bond. Like everyone has their take on bonds. It's just these are wild times that we live in, and it's it. I never thought I'd see the day. I would say the one that surprises me the most probably is Roger Maris. Like I don't, I don't see why he. I, I understand why he's part of this conversation because that's the record that's being chased. But why right. are we discrediting in any regard what Roger Maris did? I don't understand <sighs> any of it. I don't understand it, none why of it makes sense to me.
0: Like I don't, I, I've never understood the 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 Babe Ruth slander has been here for a few years now. Where it's like I feel like anybody is well, if if. If he saw 95 in in his era, it's like, stop, dude. Like that guy had more home runs in a season than any other team combined. Like all the other teams combined at some points. So it's like, if you're standing up as a monumental figure in your era, how does it make sense to, to put him down 80 to hundred years later?
1: It's like, I, it's all relative. If, Why if is what Babe here? Ruth yeah. did was so unimpressive, then where were all the other Babe Ruths? Where exactly. Were all the other it's like, yeah. Well, it, where it, was the it, access it, to the training and nutrition that we have today? Well, where was nutrition, that
2: nutrition? Well, if we're talking about nutrition, this man ate babe,
1: steak and drank bourbon every day. Yeah. So and probably
2: like, up uh, and yeah and. A lot of it. So the, the argument, and th- that that argument there, it always it always bugs me because you cannot control which which generation you play in. What's exactly. going on in the sport? You cannot control it at all. All you can control is how do you play during that time frame. And I'm a believer, and I, I believe if you're a great player, you can play in any any time time frame generation. And I get it. People can say the evolution, guys are throwing harder, but you can't discredit players when they at that time they were the best of the best in their sport. You can't discredit mm-hmm. it. And What babe did right. is one of four players that hit 700 home runs. So out of the, uh, the, however long it's been that baseball has been around now, only four players have ever done this. It's hit yeah. 700 pool. just joined that group. It's, it's special. So don't knock it. And and also, you know, it, I've heard the thing about people saying Roger Maris was hidden, uh, guys that used to be selling milk or, or, uh, were paper boys. And it goes again, that's not that's nothing he could control. Control what you could control. And what they controlled in their time was to be the best player that they could be. And you cannot discredit yeah. that. Whatever your opinion is, because that's just that's for any profession in your life. The world right. evolves. That's that's reality.
1: And that exact point is is what I've been thinking this whole time. P, the way that these anti-Ruth Maris people feel now like they feel about them now. However many generations down the road if baseball is fortunate enough to survive, those people are going to be looking back at Aaron judge and even Barry bonds going, these guys couldn't do what we're doing now. However, you're able to improve the game because it's going to, it's going to continue to evolve. It's going to continue to improve. It's going to become more of a difficult sport to play, which is nearly impossible to fathom, but we're going to get however many years down the road. And they're going to be looking back at who we think is the best right now going these guys wouldn't hang with us today, and so yeah. think of how you feel about yep. Barry Bonds right now. Think about how you feel about Aaron Judge. That's how they felt about somebody like Babe Ruth. That's how they felt about somebody like Roger Maris. It's all relative. That's the entire point that I've been trying to make this whole time.
0: Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Ryan, something I want to ask you: when when your sure. dad was coming up on on Lou Gehrig's number, did did uh, I, I wasn't. Uh, obviously, old enough to pay attention to details like this, but did uh, did like the Garrig family get involved like during that streak of like did they start to reach out to you like as a family and like did they show up to stuff?
2: Honestly, to me, I can't really remember. You know, like I said, the the and I feel bad because I should I probably can go back and find, um, you know, get more stories and figure out. So I might have to table that for moving forward. So I do a little homework and research because I was too. And for the record, I was there at the game. Yeah. But the, the lights were on, but no one was home because I was two years old. <laughs> I was yeah. really adorable, humble brag, and I don't know much about. But what I liked about at least, and this is the same thing I want to, I want to mirror. I like that people remember whose records being broken and when it happens because those names shouldn't be forgotten. Now that Roger Maris's record is broken. His name should never be forgotten for what he accomplished. He's one of a few players that has hit 60 home runs and held this record in the American League or depending on how you view the home run record for 61 years. Unbelievable accomplishment. And the same thing for Lou Gehrig until my dad broke the record. Lou Gehrig, that looked like it was never going to be beat. And it was. And I'm glad, though, that people understand how great of a player Lou Gehrig is. So at at the end of the day, no matter what, Remember, great players accomplish the feats, and then another great player comes along that you hope and breaks it. But right. the bottom line, they are great players, yeah. and that should not be be uh, discarded in any shape or form. Yeah, I think
0: I think that's cool because like we, that's what we talk about in in baseball more than any yeah. other any other sport is that like when records get beat, you start to bring up that player more, right. Like, we haven't talked about Roger Maris in years. You know what I mean? And now it's like people are starting to learn more about this legendary player. And it's like that. I love that. I love that. We bring it back. Um, there was just, there were so many weird synonymous things with judge and Maris and the Yankees in that time. And like the 61 year gap and, um, the fact that I the Yankees fell to ninety nine and sixty two, the day he hit that home run, what's well, like that's just weird. Like there's just a lot of weird stuff going on, um, and it it just uh, everything was done right. Everything was done exactly how it should have been done.
2: It's a romantic game, it really is, and that yeah, is,
0: and I, has- I, I don't even. I don't know if I'm the only one here because I know there's a lot of our listeners that are camp camp bonds. I didn't even remember if it was 72 or 73 until they started talking about it within this last week, two weeks. Yeah. I couldn't even remember. so it's like what what record is really there? like yeah. what record are we really paying attention to? Because there's a movie about Roger Maris hitting 61 in 1961, sixty one
2: years ago. So I have, a, I have, a, I have a, this is a thought, and I know we, we've talked about it a little bit, but I think what, what gets into people's minds of this perception of who they think is the home run king, and they say, well, you know, steroids, I think the bigger part is the steroid era was a, an exciting time, yet controversial. Mm-hmm. So in your mind, do you think people hold on to that because it was so exciting, to see that the, those records and Maguire's home run chase yeah. and S- Maguire sosa then Barry Bonds, that the excitement for the game sometimes gets mixed up with, well, hey, here's the reality of, like, it diminished then, you know, some of the, the performance enhancers, the steroids. Yeah. I don't know what you guys think about that. That's the supporting
0: argument anytime. Like when you, when anytime someone's in that camp, the fallback argument is the fact that, oh, baseball was better back then. For you, for some people, but like it, uh, what's, what are you looking for? Are you looking for integrity? Or are you looking for entertainment? Are you like, what are you into this game for? You could argue that women in lingerie playing football is more entertaining than the NFL. So it's like, what, What camp do you want to be in? What's more valuable to you as a fan? And you're always going to differ on that, and I understand that. But I think the true baseball fans, we love that. We love the normal intricacies that people don't pay attention to, and it doesn't have to be backed up with juice heads hitting 60, 70 home runs. We can have normal baseball, and we're fine. And we've been fine for all the other years that we don't have someone
1: hitting sixty something home runs. Let's uh switch gears here. Uh I got a question for you guys. Do you do you know um <clears throat> one of the eight teams that plays on Friday? Uh they they're from New York. Blue and orange. The Knicks nailed it. Close. Ah. Close. Ah. The New York Mets. Do you know why the New York Mets are playing on Friday? <coughs> <What's it? coughs> oh God. Dude, are you okay, my 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 friend? <coughs> Man. Because I saw the numbers. They were in first place in the NL East for 175 days. So one of those days had to be the last day of the season, right? Like it, it the the last series mm. of the season. Mm. Mm. I, think, I believe so. Yeah. So surely they're the National Oops. League East champs.
2: Uh. Funny how this game works, doesn't it? You went and didn't they win 100 games? Did they get to 100?
1: I they won, maybe. I think they got to one hundred and one. Yeah, think. they finish with identical records, one hundred and one and sixty-one. But Wolf. surely they got it. They got it done, though, right? Against the Braves.
0: You would think. I thought. Did they not? <laughs> I don't. I don't think they did. Actually.
1: Oh no! I don't think they did. The Braves, your 2022 National League East champions, make that—did I read correctly? Five in a row. They're a problem,
2: dude. The Braves are good. They're not bad, and I—I I, I, so it obviously what would have been worse just to close this is I or with that series. It would have been worse if it was in if it was in New York when this happened. But Atlanta clearly was on a different, whatever they were on, they were on a mission and they did not let up and they were firing on all cylinders. Now it does not feel good for the Mets now because it's going to be an extra obstacle, but are you guys, are you guys fully off the Mets now? Is it, is that it?
0: I think the Mets are still good. I, I mean, I know they're good. It's- I've never been on the Mets he'll never he'll never go there but uh I, I the Mets are still good it's just this Braves team is probably better than last year's Braves team
1: uh this team if is gonna very be real. much better than last year's Braves team they Isn't won what 88,
0: 88 games
1: last year they won 101
0: sure. I'm, I'm saying a regular season yes obviously but I'm saying overall like through and through they ran through the postseason they're gonna do it again I mean this is this is a World Series bound Braves team
2: and we could dive into it. The NL is tricky. But even though the Dodgers had all the headlines all year, atlanta, Atlanta's atlanta got a good shot at repeating. They really do. They are a really good ball club. But I think the National League in general is very talented. I, I think it's going to be a very interesting race, and especially how the, the brackets are playing out. Guys, we could have some really interesting playoff baseball series. To say the least,
1: Braves were in first place in the NL East for eight days. It's all it's all they needed. Eight days. I cannot explain to you how how much joy was in my heart when the Braves <laughs> did what they did, and just watching the 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 Mets organization and fans just eat themselves alive crumble come down to earth be reminded that they're not the team that they started out as it was it was it was a great day it was an emotional day it was filled with filled with much joy <laughs> and I I I'll say it I said it before I'll say it again I couldn't be more out on the Mets I think they're Angels of the East, some might say.
2: Oh, <laughs> stop it, Kyle.
1: Some have said. I won't. I I, I don't I've know. Heard, I've heard some oh, of that. I've heard, I've heard it. That. It's been, it's it's been kicked around a little bit. I've heard a few times.
2: Some may say. Honestly, I think that's the bracket. If I, 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 Whatever it is, I, I think that's the bracket you want to be on. I'm not just saying you want to try to play the Dodgers if you get through the next round. But I think it's better that the fact that the Mets and Braves are not on that on that same pathway if 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 the Mets are to win the their opening series. Are we running are we running through? Yeah, we'll we'll get to the we'll get to the
1: bracket and our predictions and all that uh towards the end. Um the the Phillies another team to to make it in and I saw this coming back in back in March, been saying it since March been a big real big Philly guy <laughs> since, since March I'm j- and they're here uh, they're here but what does that mean I agree what what does it mean they're in the pl- it means I- that they're here and that anything can happen Nate rolls Nate, Nate's rolling his eyes at me tell me that that's not true Do you want me to go through... Nate, I know you've heard this. Ryan, you haven't heard... Do you want me to go through my March Madness example again? Do you want me to run through that? I know you've heard it. Do you want me to go through that again?
2: Anything can happen. So, with you saying that, couldn't anything happen with the Mets? No,
1: no. The angels of the East. Nothing's happening with the Mets. Could yeah. not be more condensed. So, so your logic
2: Philly. only works for you and so your takes. Philly, that's all. Philly, Philly. So everyone Tell else. Tell me where my
1: logic fails. Everyone else Tell me has where a my chance, logic fails. It's except the Mets,
2: is what I'm hearing. <laughs> so if, if we can, we can no, we get. No, that's after part this? of the logic. That's a tangent. Okay. Okay. Tangent. Good word. Good
1: word. It's bulletproof. Anything can happen. I'm not put I'm not I'm not writing in the Phillies into the World Series, but I'm also not, 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 not writing putting the Phillies in the World Series.
2: <laughs> okay, let's talk about the, I'll give you the positives of the Phillies. They needed this. They needed to get in with all of the acquisitions that they have made in the last couple of years. And then with Joe Girardi not working out and True. finding a way to Philly make Rob it, Philly Philly had to had to make the playoffs. They had to make a statement this year. It has How been about far two too long. of
1: the longest postseason droughts ending in the same, same week? How about that?
2: It's great for the game. I've said it before. Having teams that haven't been in, in a while, it is great for the sport. What was the Phillies? I know the Mariners. What was the Phillies? 11? Eleven. Eleven. Twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Eleven years.
2: Anything it's can happen.
1: Uh, look, you are never, you are not going to get me on board with a team that is considering not even throwing Jacob DeGrom in the upcoming wildcard series. I'm sorry. Like jokes, jokes aside, you cannot ask me to get on board with a team that's not even, that, that's considering not even throwing Jacob DeGrom in the wildcard series. That, what kind of arrogance is that to think that you're anything that you can get by a three game series without Jacob Degrom? Sure, the arms you got behind him, great. You got a Hall of Famer going Game One, Max Scherzer, great. But to I, think that you're just going to get by a, a best of three without Jacob Degrom,
2: I can't wait no. to hear. I can't wait to hear your prediction on the Mets when we get into <laughs> it. I feel like, I feel I like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. So I can't wait can't wait to oh, see which
1: who, who you're picking you're in for a you're in for a big surprise my friend <laughs> you'll never see in, it coming in, a, in Buck, surprise. I
0: trust in Buck I trust okay
1: I think. it it always comes back to Buck well is Buck the one that has to take the mound and throw 101. Is Buck the one that has to step up in the bottom of the night with runners on second and third and two Buck's outs? Buck's the
0: one making decisions, and he has way more buck baseball knowledge than anyone listening to this. can make
1: all the he wants, but Buck isn't the one that's taking the field. I got nothing but respect for Buck. I love Buck. I buck and love Buck, but what I'm saying is <laughs> Buck isn't the guy that has to take the field. Buck is the one that's in the dugout. Buck.
2: So... so. That was very colorful and beautiful, <laughs> and and Thank shout you. out. I mean, hey, I, I I love Buck too. I'd love to see him have success because he hasn't had a chance, or he's had chances, but he hasn't gotten to that moment and being in the World Series and having a chance to to really to win. I would love to see Buck win for that reason alone. But I want to shout out the NL East here for a second, that they they have three teams that are in in the hunt and apparently. The two teams that everyone thought would have a chance, the Mets and Braves, it's the Phillies and the Braves, according to Kyle, that have the only chance. But three teams getting in, that's great. And actually, if you want to keep flipping around, the NL East and the AL East, shout out to those teams. Um, they've proven to be the best two divisions in each um, in each of their uh, leagues, pr- respectively.
1: Respectively, it is the the Braves and the Phillies. And you want a hot take? I'll give you a hot take here. Oh please! I'll get in. I'll get in real close for Do you guys. I, um, the some Miami hairs Marlins. In on the, mustache? the Miami. No, that's just the the light, just mm. really bringing everything to life. The Miami Marlins have a better chance than the New York Mets in the 2022 postseason.
2: <laughs> you
1: heard it here <laughs> first.
2: Are we doing predictions right now? I mean. Because I think, like, I kind of want to roll the dice and be like, you know what? I'm like, I'm in on the Mets. I think the Mets are gonna actually make some noise. <laughs> well,
1: that would. I don't know why you would waste a pick like that, but it's <laughs> their own, I suppose. Maybe I there's think, some you strategy know we're there. Get, I we're know. gonna
2: get to that. I think we'll get into that. Time You're right. We are gonna
1: get to that. But before we we'll do that, that. we got to talk about our friends over at Big League Chew, and I think Nate, who is uh, just a, a a pros pro. At this is gonna gonna run us through here, and hopefully without error or slip up. But uh, he's gonna tell us about uh, the best bubble gum around.
0: I don't think I can look at you guys when I do it. I think it messes me up. So
1: actually, no. You know what? I I, for, I think I forgot to mention this last time, but I think mm-hmm. we're doing it now for memory. No. Yeah. All right. Give. it Let's see what you got. I'll uh, let me pull it up here. All right. This is. I mean, it's just
0: routine at this point.
1: All right. Let it eat.
0: Founded by former left handed pitcher Rob Nelson, Big League Chew started from humble beginnings in the Portland Mavericks bullpen in 1977. For more than 40 years, the iconic pouches packed with shredded, flavorful bubble gum has become the number one shredded gum of athletes everywhere. Big League Chew has sold more than 900 million pouches and is designated as the Hall of Fame bubble gum. Grab some gum, head to Big League Chew's social media channels at Big League Chew on Twitter, at Big League Chew Gum on Instagram. Also, check out TikTok. To show off your big league bubbles. You can also find a list of retailers that purchase any of their products directly from their website at bigleaguechew.com. BLC
1: Big League Chew. With the added TikTok note, that that's impressive, my friend. Uh well let's done. run through just a uh let's go rapid fire here on a few storylines before we get into our, our listener DMs and bracket predictions. Uh Steven Vote, Homer's in his final big league game, final big league at bat you just love it for the city, Oakland. Yeah. City. And for him and his family, the fact that his, like his kids were able people to there. Well, maybe,
2: <laughs> maybe more for the fact that it hit for him and his family first, but
1: yeah. yes, him and his family, his, uh, I believe two daughters yeah. were calling it up in the booth. You love that. Yeah, That's it, was cool. aw-
2: it was awesome. Yeah. It was, uh, f- far from sold out in Oakland. And
1: yeah, I'm really I, I did think of that this weekend. Uh and I did say City of Oakland kind of tongue in cheek there, but I, I noticed <laughs> how the, the the fan base that so desperately wants their ball club to stay in the city of Oakland. <laughs> I'm I'm glad they really showed out uh to wrap up the the twenty twenty two season. It really yeah. really means a lot, I'm sure, to those players to to have dozens of of fans there for the, the final home stretch.
0: I got a I got a shout out vote a little bit. Um, Friend of the pod Dallas Braden put a put a post up on Instagram. Yep, yep. um, And it was it was Stephen vote before like pregame catching a pen, and he's also working on blocking. Yeah, working on blocking, and just like it's it's just I think when you have professionals like that. You know what I mean? And and Stephen Vogt isn't going to go into the Hall of Fame. Stephen Vogt isn't going to be, you know, he's not going to ever have his poster all over, you know, kids' walls growing up and things like that. But I think when you have, like, true everyday professionals like that in the, in the game of baseball, it, it's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. So fan favorite um, in many ways, probably a clubhouse favorite and a true pro so bravo on a good career that is uh you know hopefully remembered well by by ace fans
2: on a, on a, in the, it wasn't in that same series kurt suzuki yep. yeah his last name kurt
1: suzuki yeah mm-hmm.
2: I, I i love those i love these little gestures i thought that was really cool you know yeah. and and shout out to these guys again we talked about this in the past those are these are players that are not going to be Hall of Fame players. Mm-hmm. But what they provided for fans and their professionalism and what they accomplished as players, I hope that people aren't don't forget that. And yeah. shout out to them. It's it's awesome. Congratulations on on uh on tremendous careers.
1: Yeah, I heard it listening to the the Sox broadcast yesterday. I was watching one sixty two, and I think they said it best. They said For these teams, and yeah, I'm going to have to throw a little shade on the Sox here with this statement. But they were saying, they said for teams not in the postseason, 162 is all about goodbyes. Like, you're not not worrying Mm -hmm. about resting guys. You're not worrying about anything beyond that day. And for a lot of these teams, it was purely about goodbyes. You throw statistics out the window. You throw... All right. of the the analytics and analysis for that series out the window, and you just you're just playing ball. You're saying goodbye to these guys who have given so much of their lives to the game, and you just enjoy the moment for what it is. And I think for I mean, uh, like we said, Stephen Vogt, Kurt Suzuki, guys like that. It was just really cool to see. And I know it's I know it's a it's an annual thing, but it never gets old. Because it's yeah. it's always a new batch of guys where you're like, all right, well, I guess today is the day we say farewell because it's yeah. it's something something new, someone new every year, and it's it's a special time.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And vote with the uh, first career hit as a home run, last career hit as a home run. That's pretty cool. Is that That's what it was? First, yeah. I didn't catch
2: that. That's cool.
1: First
0: and last both home runs. That's pretty sweet, man. And that is
2: baseball awesome. isn't romantic.
1: Yeah, I know, right? Well, it's not romantic when you think about how Luis Arise uh earned his Soft. his batting.
2: You had to go there, his huh? His batting
1: title. Well, I mean, you set me up for it because look, I I couldn't be You want to talk about being out on the Mets? I couldn't be more out on Luis Rise. Like this guy has just been a a thorn in everybody's side all year, just Nobody wanted this. Nobody wanted this and I mean, if you're going to sit there and tell me that his hamstring was that big of a problem that he had to sit this last week, then tell me why he capped off the season playing the last two or three games. It's interesting how they sat him during the games where it was still up in the air. Judge could maybe go four for five or five for five a game Mm -hmm. or two uh, during that week. And, oh, coincidentally... We're going to have to sit this one out. But once once everything was locked up, oh, there he is out there giving mm-hmm. it his all for 161 yeah. and 162. Explain that to me. That makes no sense. Soft. Sat three of the last six. <sighs> that's
2: and dead. that's my
1: point. That's my point. That's if it's that, if it's... If, and people... The, the, the big argument was, well, it's been nagging them all season. Okay, well, if we're at this point of the season, you're a, a fraudulent team. You... You you didn't even sniff the postseason. Then tell me why these games matter. Then let him rest. Mm-hmm. Sit out why,
2: the la- sit out the last six. Then that sit the right out case. the last two. Yeah. He,
1: he played. It may have been more than two, but I know he played the last two. So why not just take an early vacation? Like why why force the issue? So. That the whole the whole hammy thing, I'm not buying it. I'm sorry, I'm not.
0: Me neither. On the other side, I know you're about to let everybody know that Jeff McNeil wanted on the NL side. Yeah. Um, the, you can't say the same thing. I know he sat 162, but he had played a doubleheader before. And, and correct his, me if I'm wrong. His it, team is in the postseason, and, and they I think, do I, need to get healthy.
2: And I think he hit 378. To close yeah. out the season for the last like month and a half. Honestly. Yeah. So I mean not it was same argument. He checks out. He the boxes checked for Jeff yeah. McNeil. I think he was hitting 287 and then closed to hit 378. I could be wrong on the exact numbers, but it was high. It for how long? Up there. Like, yeah. like the last
0: two months? Something like that. Last second half, something crazy like that.
2: And you know what? You know what I love for for him? He he reminded everyone how good of a player he is because he had a down mm-hmm. year. Um previously but yeah it was 326
1: to Friedman's 325. and just to be Ooh. clear I don't have a particular stance on the whole Mc- Jeff McNeil thing like it is what it is I don't feel as strongly about that the only reason I feel as strongly about the Luis rise Aaron judge thing is because the triple Crown was at stake that's really the only yeah. reason I
0: yeah up. I agree I definitely agree I'm just saying I, I saw people like hating on Jeff McNeil and I'm like no nah, dude like look it's not the same look it up yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know uh mike Matheny, let go as manager of the kansas city royals didn't we just call this yeah well i mean it was expected once they let uh dayton moore go i think it was just a matter of time Mm -hmm. but uh i have heard that maybe they're entertaining some options in-house but if they were to look elsewhere do we have a do we have a pick for who we feel might be a good fit there Man,
2: you know, I I think also depending on what the roster looks like, you know, again, you're outlooking what is your what are you expecting your team to be in the next year, two years, five years? Yeah, I think that's going to be an interesting part, because bringing in a veteran manager that maybe has more experience to get you to the post, like we talked about Don Maddenly in the past, like a guy like Don is not going to go to Kansas City, in my opinion. I wouldn't So either. you might, you might go with someone, I would if it's someone you feel comfortable in the organization looking at that, that would make sense to me. W- tell
0: me what that means when you have a consistent voice that grows with your players as they work their way through the minor league system. And then they're starting to come up and they're ready to, ready to break in. Tell me what that means as like on the player side of things to have that voice consistently as you go through your career?
2: So, I mean, it definitely can be extremely valuable because, I mean, if you look at it from examples right now and on, on the big league teams, uh, the Blue Jays, when they, when they made a managerial change during the middle of the year, they went with a person that they felt knew the players and had a great reputation within the organization. Same thing with the Braves in years past. Yeah. And it's, it's the same concept where they they were able to see these guys grow up and you create a relationship. Now, if the, the relationships can create trust. So that can help build a bond. But then the problem that happens is is that the, at the end of the day, you can be very close and have great reputations and know that your coach and the player, have you have each other's back. But the reality is then at the big league level, you have to win. So you have to mm-hmm. find that formula to work. So if you can find that, which we've talked about with the Braves and Jays are doing right now, that's awesome. But there's a reason why people go out and get more experienced managers. Especially it's like when the Astros, uh, with all the whole situation when, and then they got rid of AJ Hinch, yeah. they went out and got someone they thought they could help them continue to contend that had veteran presence and they went and got Dusty Baker. So that's really where that thought process goes. Um and for Kansas City right now, it's just interesting. I don't know which way they're they're typically you know thinking of going.
1: You guys may disagree, but I view Kansas City as an exciting opportunity for a manager. Like I, I, would I agree do. With you. Even, they do, even even with the way this year went, I I just feel like they have some really exciting pieces there, and I feel mm-hmm. like it with the right fit that that could turn into something special.
0: I think I, I would go super young. I I think this is going to be a first time manager. Whether it's like within an Ollie or, or outside,
1: kind of kind of guy. Right.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. S- super young and just easy to connect with players and hopefully as the Royals start to turn a corner, you know, you you have an organization that will stay with the guy and not and not ship him out when they're ready to take that next yeah. step into success, but. I think young, I think the higher from within, if they have the guy, I like that. I've always liked that. Yeah. Uh, but you also have to consider maybe some like second chance managers that are, you know, been chilling on like a bench coach scenario, uh, you know, like a Brad Ausmus type that, you know, may have just didn't get, he didn't get the best opportunity in his first managerial experience. And he's maybe learned a little bit more being on the bench yeah. lately. And so, you know, the guys like that too. You know, Joe Espada with, uh, with the Astros he spent quite a bit of time under Dusty. So it's like there's some names that I think are going to try to come in and get their first opportunity or maybe second chance.
1: Let's uh, let's switch gears here and run through some of these questions and our bracket predictions now that the postseason is upon us. Uh, but before we do that, I'm going to tell you about SeatGeek. I'll see if I can do it from memory. Did you say seats? See, did they start the from humble beginnings? They did not well, maybe. They may have had like a rise to a rags Rags Riches it, yeah. kind of story. Yeah. Uh all right, now you threw me off. Gotta get the mojo back. Is it, it's weird. the answer Why to all I your ticket needs. Looking for tickets, you have plans of friends or family to make it to an upcoming game or concert, or even looking months ahead to net on a date to get tickets for a slot. Uh, with SeatGeek, you can find tickets to games, concerts, shows, and even theater performances with just a few easy clicks. We're even we're making it even better for you if you're a first-time user of SeatGeek. Next time you add some tickets to your cart, use our promo code 30TAKE. That's our social handle at checkout to save $20 to instantly off your first purchase as a first-time user. That's all you got to do to save some of that.
0: Just letting it, letting it breathe for a sec. Cold hard cash.
1: And your promo code 30TAKE. That's our social handle at checkout. SeatGeek. Boom. All right, for the Big sake gig. of time, let's uh let's really cruise through these so we can get to our our bracket predictions here. Mama Reyes starting us off says, will the Yankees finally get back to the World Series by beating the Astros? Actually, you know what? So as not to tease any of our picks, should I do you just want me to run through some of the questions that are, are bracket related? Just, yeah, to, so not, just, then, just to let the questions be known, be made known. Yeah.
0: We'll come yeah. back to you, Ma. We'll come back to you, Ma. All right. Stay stay tight.
1: That's Mama Reyes. Liam asks, Do the Yankees have the momentum it takes to even make it past the ALDS? Jack asks, What are he says, no stats? What's your gut World Series matchup? Rome asks, do the Mets get swept by the Padres or do they win one? I love how he's just going into that with the assumption that the Padres are going to win. It's just a matter of whether or not the Mets are going to do anything. Uh, Christopher asks, likelihood of Braves versus Guardians World Series. Um, Josh just wanted to throw this out there. He said, thought this might be worth a 10-second segment on the pod. Congratulations, Josh. You're getting your 10 seconds, he says. But Aaron Judge finished (laughs) the season with more home runs than Joey Gallo finished with hits. Judge finished with 62, Gallo finished (laughs) with 62 home runs. Gallo finished with 56 hits. Uh, Logan asks, is it going to be the Braves-Astros again? Because that's my prediction. And then here's a question we can transition into our bracket because this isn't necessarily bracket-related. He said Murray says, Have you guys ever rooted for another team to win the World Series, even though your team was in the playoffs? For him as a Dodgers fan, he said it would be pretty awesome to see the Cardinals win with Yachty, Wayno, and Pujols.
2: That's a baseball fan right there. Yeah. Loves his team, but loves the sport. But no, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I told him. I was like,
1: I, I can't recall there being a scenario, but like I can I can definitely once understand they get the sentiment.
0: Yeah, well, once I they think get bats, that you got to pick up a new favorite, but I understand yeah. what you're saying.
2: I mean, if, you, yeah. if your te- if your teams aren't really in it for for years, I, like for me, I, I do have a pl- Nationals, are the team that drafted me when they won the World Series. I was hoping that they would they would pull it off, so that was really cool. Uh But yeah, if your team's not in it, it doesn't make it as hard. But you guys are the one that deal with it on a way more consistent basis than I do. <laughs> just just by the the, the record books.
1: Yeah, I mean I think getting bounced is is a different question. I think he's saying as long as they're they're alive and they're breathing and your team's in it have you rooted for another team to win it. I feel like the answer is no for me. No. <laughs> but like I said, I can I can understand the sentiment of maybe somebody Absolutely. who's not not as attached. And I'm not saying Murray is not attached to the Dodgers. I'm just saying yeah. I can understand the c- scenario where somebody's not is not is attached. He is the Dodgers.
2: I love, I love the fact that he just recognizes that this is the, this is the, the last ride for, yeah. for those guys. And ma- like for me, I, that would be awesome. That'd be cool. Are the Cardinals in my prediction? We'll find out.
1: Yeah. Like if you're a Dodgers fan, you know that the Dodgers are going to be around in the picture for years to come. If you're a Mets mm-hmm. fan, I'd feel a little differently because they could get relegated to AAA. We don't know for sure. Okay. Time will tell. Time will tell. But on that note, no better time to transition into our bracket predictions. Let's start with the Guardians and Rays. What do we got? Best of three for all the wildcard matchups. Guardians, Rays. Nate, you want to lead off?
0: I think with the Guardians, you have a team that like just... They they know how to hit. They're professional hitters. I know they're young and they're just still kind of learning and stuff. But it's like the, this team can hit. They're gonna hang around. They're gonna play good, sound defense. Pitching has been really solid. The Rays, I, I feel like their hitting just kind of goes up and down. And um, you know, their 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 strength has always been pitching. It'll always be pitching. I think I'm going. To go Guardians. I think I'm going to go Guardians.
2: All right. I, I think it's great. I, I love what Cleveland's done. I love their future. I, I'm taking Tampa. I think Tampa's there. They've been there. They've done that before. I yeah. love what they have accomplished. And I love the fact that they have not hit well consistently and they're having this success. To me, it's Tam- always
0: underrated, too.
2: Tampa is the team. Tampa is one of those teams when you're in the postseason right now you do not want to face them you do it's not Saint, want to face St Petersburg well yeah it's a tough <laughs> place to go play but I mean this is where and I'm curious I'd love to see Randy or Rosarina see if he can he's he's healthy right I'm not losing that I'm not losing my mind he's healthy maybe I,
1: I guess I think, I think he think. just recently came back from something if I recall that's
2: right uh, that's what I thought but my point where I was going is the Rays just have guys that pop up in the postseason that you didn't know. So yeah, like, who's going to be that next Randy Rosarina for the Rays? My they, prediction.
0: They, shout out Yandy Diaz, by the way. That guy had a stupid year. Yes. Um, look that up first of all. That guy was absurd this year. Mm-hmm. I think Wander got enough time back too, right? I mean, he's been back for like a solid few weeks.
2: Yep, I think it's oh, going to be a great series. News, I, really I had
1: that Topps home run challenge card. I had that. I had that Topps home run challenge card. Wander yeah. Franco. I, I woke up on, I think it was the third, and I was like, oh, crap, I need to get this in before the season's over. It wouldn't let me select that date, so I had to pick the fourth. or uh, But he hit it He the hit it on and the, the third, third, didn't he? Hit it the day that I missed it, and then just stunk it up the next day. Mm, so That's, that's tough.
0: So now you're picking Guardians.
1: I mean, regardless, I was going Guardians. <laughs> the Guardians are, it's Cleveland versus the world right now. They're feeling themselves. They're... They it's, got the it, whole it, city behind him. I'm going guardians.
0: Um and it's in Cleveland, so it's like it's I, in I feel Cleveland. like that that's they, they know how to rock it out a little this bit. This
2: is what's gonna be interesting with matchups because I was just looking up. So the f- game one starters are Shane Bieber versus McClanahan. And then the who's interest, looked rough
0: lately. He McClanahan. has, he
2: has, but the interesting one's gonna be Tyler Glass now starting game two. That's he, a three inning start all day. But still. I wanna see how he looks coming out and is he going to be fully in that that that's a tough situation to be. If he can go out there and give you a solid outing, whatever that may be, if it's only three innings, however it may be, I think that's going to be that could be very well the difference of how the series goes, is how his that's outing and, and where that tone gets set. Because Does it go an three? Factor
1: start? do we yeah. go
0: full three? Full three games.
1: Yeah, I could see it. I'll give the Rays the their respect. I I see go full three, but I'm taking Guardians. I'm going three as well.
2: Guardians. I'm taking Rays. I'm taking Rays. Rays and in two three. or three. Let's get spicy. Rays in two. Oh, hey! I
1: like uh, it. Do you feel spicy with the Jays and Mariners? I'm gonna go ahead and say, you know what? Let's get real spicy with it. The Mariners have something to play for right now. They they are they want nothing more than to bring playoff baseball back to Seattle. They got to the postseason, but they need to bring it back to Seattle. That's what they're playing for. And so you know what? I'm gonna go Mariners in three.
0: I like that. I like that a lot. Mariners pitching is—I mean, the the Blue Jays pitching is just in shambles. I mean, it's Kikuchi just got designated to the bullpen within the last couple of weeks, and it's just like they don't. Barrios had one of the worst years. It's like they just—I get it. I know you get to the postseason, and you can kind of reset mentally, but outside of their lineup, they just—they don't scare me. Shoddy defense, bad pitching. I'm going Mariners like you said I need it rocking in Seattle next series they need they need games in Seattle you can't have this kind of drought and then not get an opportunity to play at home
1: not so, to mention it would be against the Astros and I feel like right. there's something special about that matchup that a little, that juice, matchup, a little, that juice little bit of extra juice in that series so that would be yeah. that would be electric
0: and i think they're the better team to match up with Houston as well yeah i, I agree. think so
2: too of the, of the two i just I want so badly for Seattle to win. I really do. Like that—that is where my heart wants it to be. Then go, Ryan. Go where your heart is telling you to go. Do it. It's my heart's. Or, know, it's, fed it's, up. My mind's telling me no, but my but my heart's telling me yes.
1: Then go with your heart, Ryan. Go with the Mariners, Team America. Baltimore couldn't quite get it wrong. done, which is okay. We're but the go with something. Yeah. So here's this.
2: All right, for, I'll go with the heart. I'm gonna stay with the manners. Then I have my doubts. It's gonna yeah! be a three-game three series. I just think the Blue Jays, even though despite their struggles with their staff, they still have some really good starters on the line to start. They are a very talented offense. They, I get it. I get. They take the defense. game one.
0: Manoa takes game one. That's my prediction. But that's I, it.
2: But I. But I'm just on the record. I. I. I would not be surprised at all. I think that the Blue Jays would, but I really want the Mariners. So I'll stick with the heart here. Sometimes it gets you in trouble. We're going to go with the Mariners in three.
1: All right. Let me ask this question real quick. I'll let you guys – I'll go either way. I'll leave it up to you guys. So my preseason prediction had the Jays over the Braves. But now that we're here, do I have to readjust? Because Nate's team is already out. Nate's AL pick is already out. So like for you it you it's fair game but for me because my team is still in it. Do you, I
0: think you got to adjust.
1: You're saying Do I have you, to I have to stick with my preseason pick?
0: No, I think you got to adjust.
1: So you're granting me the the freedom to to go Mariners here?
0: Um yes, I think I think you're yeah. allowed to change your pick after 7 months of evidence.
2: If you're not fully sold on that team anymore, you know. But but here's the thing, though: if the Blue Jays end up still going, right, which your, is my which is my point, it, your take is not validated anymore because exactly you, you jump you jumped off okay. ship. That's fair. Yeah. That, okay. and that's what I was. So that's what I was assuming. Yep. That's what I was assuming. So yeah. all of us are in agreement. Let's yeah. get Seattle a home playoff game. Yeah. Get it back to Safeco. It's not Safeco Field anymore. T-Mobile, get it back T-Mobile. to T-Mobile, baby. <sighs> oh, that's a you know, that that's a buzz. You know what? Blue Jays are winning now. Just just kidding. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> okay. No, Seattle. They spell center get, wrong. All right. Get get they don't know it, what they're doing. Get it back to Seattle. <laughs> get that place popping. We need all right.
1: it. All right. Uh, Cardinals. Phillies.
2: Start it off, Ryan. Cards. Cards are the cards are cards are a destiny team, and I think they take care of business. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it's cards and two. Oh, I I said anything can happen. I think he's going all three. You guys are all about the threes. That's fine. I I, I hope. I hope as a baseball fan, every series is a goes down to Sunday. We need a doer. We every game needs to be a do or die game. But I, I just think the Cardinals. I'm not as a believer at, in the Phillies that you are. Kyle. Uh, hey, well, give, pump the brakes here.
1: I was just about to say. I know wow. I said anything can happen, uh, and that includes that includes when what it comes time them? to make Camp, my pick. Camp Popper,
0: <laughs>
1: Camp Popper and Kyle. Kyle, baby. There he anything is. can happen, and that includes when it's time to make my pick, and I'm going cards in three. Uh, I'm going to go cards
0: three as well, uh, because they're not healthy with with O'Neill down, um, and from from everything that of what I've been listening to on MLB Network, apparently the Cardinals really struggle with the the hard throwing right-handers. So I think Phillies take Game One. Um and then uh, and then cards take the next two yeah i like that yeah sticking with that
1: i'm going Go back on. and forth in my head i'm going back and forth in my head i don't want to commit just yet
2: oh my camp goodness. hopper
1: kyle is in is in prime
2: is this still over the Phillies Cardinals Prime series? Form. Yes, you better go. I, th- Phillies. I thought you were pausing. Go Phillies! I go you
0: Phillies! Pa- go with it. No, yeah, I mean, give me give it.
1: me Philly, give me Philly and Atlanta in the DS. I need it. I'm sorry, Albert. This is the end of the road for you and Yachty and presumably Wayno. <laughs> but you know, it's at the hands of MV MV three, and that's that's okay. Like there, it it could have been worse if you're the Cardinals. But you know, we. We had a magical run, but uh, it's it's Philly's time now. Until they get to the DS, but we'll see. Then, well, who knows what happened then?
2: Uh, Mets Padres. See, that's why I thought you were delaying for a second. I thought yeah. you just were like building up. Here we are at the Mets and Padres. So oh no, ahead, no, no, no! It- go ahead, go ahead. Give us that prediction, please. For all for all the Mets nation and Padres nation, pa- Padres nation.
1: The Friar Faithful. I'm going to, you know. Look. Don't you. Don't you now just say. No, 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 no. Look, I'm going to give the Mets their due. Now? I'm going to give the Mets their due. Padres in two.
2: (sighs) What? Padres and two. <laughs> Nate, Nate, I'm gonna need a second. Uh, I'm over I'm here writing.
1: I'm over here writing nursery rhymes. Uh,
2: Nate, I'm, Nate, please go
0: ahead. Um, I'm backing up my statement from last episode. Padres are the most expensive first round exit. Mets and two. Um. The yeah, are we working our way the rest of the way through the bracket, or are we just working on the the wild card rounds right now? Is that all we're doing today? Oh yeah, I guess that's
1: a ve- yeah. I mean, uh, why don't we
0: why don't we hold off? Why don't we
2: hold off? Let's just yeah. let's just stick to I, the wild card I, in my
1: head. I had us going the whole way, but I guess it makes sense to just hold off. Yeah, we yeah, can that do works. that.
2: But I got yeah. I got Mets in three, just to to get that on the record. I think it's I think the Padres find a way to force one, but the Mets are going. They're gonna have a date with the Dodgers.
0: Is it couldn't it be cold in Queens?
2: I hope so.
1: I would imagine I, You know so, what? Yeah. I think I don't know
2: what you guys think about this, but when I think about playoff baseball and you see the weather change and you see the crowd and the players having 100%. the the longer the longer gear on and it's it, it comes full circle in the beginning of April, some places Ooh. you're playing at. What do we got? I like hearing that. What do we got? Friday is seventy five,
0: but I mean that's a high. So I'm assuming okay. game time is gonna be closer to those like sixties, maybe upper fifties. Saturday is a high of 58, which means oh, that's oh. that game's in the 40s.
2: The old San Diego crew ain't used to that. You know the, the, of this series though I'd love I, I'm, I'm excited to see what the Padres can do. We, they, they got in and we talked about this earlier they had to get in. It would be tremendous for them. We I, I, I will come on here and sing the praises if they do win the series in New York. Because for a team that has all these expectations Which and they, they had will. the whole Tatis, I still think the Mets. I, 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 you know, I'm gonna save my if we're if we're holding off our predictions, I'm gonna save my my Mets thoughts for later. But stay right, tuned. But,
0: yeah, me too, me too.
2: But Padres, but Padres, they're they're in it. They for you giving the Phillies the Padres have gone through to me with all the stuff and still not having their best player, they still got in. You got star power. Here's your moment, you know, put up or shut up. Padres in two. I can't wait.
1: I can't wait. Queens is going to be in shambles. Oh, it brings a tear to my eye just thinking about it. <laughs> Padres and two. Such a hater.
2: <laughs> I thought I thought. Of, well, of what, hate- what
1: kind of man would I be if we got to if we got to prediction time and I say, yeah, I'm taking Mets in two. What kind of man would I be?
2: Well, I will say this, though. I I always thought if there was going to be a New York team that you were going to hate, it wasn't going to be the Mets. (laughs) And here we are. You are like how you're acting about the Mets. Like, I think you want the Yankees to win, go on and win the World Series more than you want the Mets.
1: Ooh, now that would be an interesting question for me. Who would I want to win World <laughs> oh, I love that it's the World Series between the Mets and the Yankees? I feel like at this point we just need a, a, <laughs> we just need a New York World Series at this point. Okay, oh, we just man. need a, my head would explode.
2: Oh. <laughs> so we can table uh... that one. Table that yeah. one. Let's but...
1: table that one. Ooh. No, I'm a man of integrity. Padres and two. Wow. All right. So Friday we got the Rays and Guardians. Match up at 12.07, 12.07, yeah. 12.07 Eastern. So you're going to your be having your waffles and- baseball all day. You're going to be having- 9 a.m. baseball? I love waffles that. waffles and OJ watching the Rays and Guardians. Yes.
2: That's oh, going to be electric. Phillies
1: and Cardinals, 2.07 Eastern. Mariners, Perfect. Blue Jays, 4.07 Eastern. And a Padres and Mets, 8.07 Eastern. Prime time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Big fan.
0: Are the are the Sunday? Are the? I'm assuming the Sunday games are pretty early if they're if they're necessary. Uh, Did I not even here. have them listed? Could be TBD.
1: No, okay. I think they got them. Uh, Sunday. Sunday is two seven. No, it's all it's. It's same. basically the same 207, 407, 737, 837. So they got rid so of the Mets the are 12 staying in prime time? No, that's Philly's Cardinals. That's if uh, if necessary.
0: I was gonna say, because next series would be out in LA if the if the Mets win it. So that'd be tough. That'd be a quick turnaround if they're playing a night yeah. game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Have yeah, fly to fly the
2: seven, West Coast? Hey, it there's don't matter in the playoffs. Inside. You don't need rest. Anything, yeah. hey, anything happens, right, Kyle? Anything yeah. happens. Anything happens. Padres and two.
0: Um, if your teams are enjoying a first round buy, I think we're um assuming there's some there's some sim games being played over the next three or four days, right? Sure. Minor league guys coming up and and throwing some some sessions, some live uh, some live BP, right? Safe to
2: yeah. say. Yeah, and then we'll 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 tackle those 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 questions for the teams that are uh, that have the buys for for next time, right?
1: Yeah, I might oh, keep yeah, those true. up. I might keep those yeah. up. We can swing back on them. I might just want to get get the people there. Sorry, there ma. Do.
2: Let it get Check their back shine. Next week. Oh, oh, oh! We have some. Th- I have some thoughts on those too. Oh,
1: you just you just wait. Uh, anything else, people? For the people. Um. This is gonna be the longest
0: day ever. Luckily, if you're kind of late to the show and you're and you're listening to it Friday, I mean, it could be a little more exciting. This day is gonna go by real slow for me.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. One day, one day away. Have so uh, and I hope everyone you can. I know Nate's Nate's gonna be in shambles the rest of the day, but this is what we've been waiting for: playoff baseball atmosphere. You cannot match it. Have it on the TV. You will not regret it. I swear. That's all I got. Don't you know, go chasing, chasing curveballs, folks. Hold on.
1: No, 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 no. Rewind. Twenty second.
2: Twenty second timeout.
1: Yeah. No, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need the full here. Give me. <laughs> give me your your sign off here, Ryan. This is just.
2: I'm sorry. I didn't know we were fully signing off, but here it is again. We're fully signing off. Fully we're signing not, off. All right.
1: Here, let we're gonna have a, just a brief little workshop here out near. So, workshop. When I say, and I don't expect speaking, you of know shop, this.
0: speaking of shop, Ryan, what antique shop did you get your chair? Uh,
2: it's that's it
1: that's, that's that's an, that's unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> but also, yeah, I'm kind of curious too because you yeah. to get that change. Uh, built it. when the United Him States and Ollie was built founded. it. <laughs> yeah. Quick quick little workshop here and i don't expect you to know this ryan but this is just a teaching moment so when i say you got anything else for the people usually that's that's the that's the moment where you share any last thoughts any quotes jokes comments concerns and then you give your sign off and then nate does his sign off and then i close us out
2: okay i appreciate the workshop felt like a little bit like you know what you should know better and not at I all. Should. Not at all. I should. I should. No. Just like I should know how to caption my stories better, which it's... will get better <laughs> eventually.
1: Hey, 2% better every day. That's what That's what we do here.
2: We're learning. I'm here to tell you I'm not perfect. No one is. No one's perfect. <laughs> but what you can control is what you do every day. And I hope everyone's having a great day. Kyle, Nate. Thank you. And everyone else listening, enjoy your Thursday. Enjoy playoff baseball back. Have a great day. It's a great day to have a day. Boom. Fire me up. Fire me up.
1: Don't go chasing curveballs. We love you all, and as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.